this episode of 50 Flicks of Grain J, we discuss The Boys, the Amazon Prime video hit series based off the comic book of the same name. Has a season 2 coming out very soon. We delve into the madness of season 1 dissecting everything from what makes a superhero and what that would look like in 2020, with these super beings affecting society, politics, entertainment, economics, religion, social media and war. We ask if those beings are out there or if any life is out there at all. We've all heard of the Pentagon's releasing of UFO videos and information. Who has the answers? We certainly don't, but we bring the questions like what superpower would you have? Why doesn't Netflix release episodes once a week to keep us at the edge of our seats? And what's the difference between Joe Rogan and Seth Rogan? We've got you covered. Strap up, strap in, and let's get some motherfucking soups. Podcast 50 Flicks of Gray and Jay. Hi. Uh, today we're doing The Boys. We promised you last time um, after our I May Destroy You Part 2 uh, that we bring you The Boys. Amazon Prime um, from executive producer Joe Rogan. No, sorry. Uh, what? Seth Rogan. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> could you, could, imagine if they were related. Wouldn't that be weird? Because he's like Jewish background and Rogan has Italian heritage. Yeah, but you've lost me already. Seth Rogan. What? What's that Rogan going to do with He's the a producer of the show. Of this? Yeah. He's one of the oh. exec producers, so he's not like on the set every day. Yeah, he just puts money in. Puts money in, probably reads scripts, being like, put a dick joke here, put a dick joke there. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, Why aren't they high? Yeah. But, uh, you know, because you, you have put me onto this show, and I watched a few episodes, and then I listened to a Seth Rogan podcast. It's going to get confusing now because I mentioned Joe. Mm-hmm. Seth Rogan podcast with Mark Maron, you know, the What the Fuck podcast. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about some other film he made. And at the very end, it was like an hour or something long podcast. At the very end, he's like, oh, do you, are, are you doing anything else? He's like, oh, this thing, this thing. Oh, yeah, and The Boys. Yeah, I, I produced the, the Boys thing. I was like, what the fuck? I've been watching like maybe three, four episodes. had no idea. Hmm. But yeah, no, he's there on the credits. And it makes sense because when you watch the show, it kind of has that sort of Rogan humor built in. It's a bit kind of playful. It's a bit mm. kind of dark. It's kind of fucked up. Maybe there's a sprinkle of influence there. A sprinkle of rope. Uh, I keep going to say fucking Seth Rogen, yeah. Seth Rogen. Rogen. Is like, it this, it's not spelled the same way. Is it, it the same Rogen? Is the it the same, same Rogen? Surname? Isn't it weird? Never would have ever connected those two dots. If I if I came up to you, Jay, and I was like, oh, I was listening to Rogen last night, you would obviously assume Joe Rogen, wouldn't you? I don't even think of Seth Rogen as a Rogen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seth Rogen ain't no Rogen <laughs> I've ever heard of. Uh, uh, yeah, it's funny. Same last names. Uh, different people. It's just he's been around before Joe Rogan. Seth Rogan has just <laughs> becomes one name. I don't know. Does Joe Rogan not become one name? Is there something about? Joseph Listen, Rogan. people aren't here for us to like <laughs> talk about the dissect the difference between names and their understanding of names. They're here to listen to yeah, us man. boys talk about their boys. Their boys. It, I have to say, boys. is is the name problematic? I know it's named after. Uh, after a comic book called The Boys. Oh my God, this is where things get eerie, Graham. You accidentally mentioned Joe Rogan. Yeah. One of the creators, oh my God, no, there's a completely different thing. Never mind. What? No, do you know the Umbrella Academy? That Netflix show yes, about the, the, the superheroes. That's based off a comic book Yeah. that's co-written by the main singer of My Chemical Romance. Who's Ger- called? Gerard Way. I thought you were going to say Jared Rogan and then everything no, would make sense. but he's cousins with Joe Rogan. What? <laughs> okay, so there's a... There you go. Right. There's your little. Well, imagine if. The what's this person's name? Which one? Uh, the cousin of Joe Rogan. 
the the lead singer of My Chemical Romance, Jared Way. Jared Way. So if Jared Way and Seth Rogen are on the Joe Rogan oh. podcast, yeah. then we'll have something to talk about. Yeah. Until then, uh, we've there's like nothing here. <laughs> we've no. There's nothing we What's can really dive on? into. Uh, so yeah, we watched this show. Uh, it's about eight episodes long, mm-hmm. an hour a piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about yeah. Uh, you you kind of set this up very well at the end of the last show we did. It's about a bunch of fucked up superheroes. Yeah. Who are in kind of like a Justice League, the the Mighty Seven. What are they called? Soups is what they call them. That's the slang word for superheroes. That's a slang word, yeah. But they're called like the Seven, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And. Um, yeah, so it's like yeah, it's a it's it's a Avengers Justice League type thing. They save the world, but then it's just it's like it's just bringing a lot of real world complicated shit into it. Politics, mm-hmm. military stuff, marketing, advertising, and the fact that they're the whole nine yards. Yeah, and the fact that they have power and you know you know that old saying. I forget who it's from. It's probably like one of these Churchill like people. They say yeah. Uh, absolute power corrupts absolutely so if superman mm. was real why wouldn't he be going around doing fucked up shit well that's the thing uh, you know if uh, you know to quote spider-man great power comes great responsibility <laughs> well uncle ben uncle ben i got some rice <laughs> uncle ben on the mix uh no look i i agree with that statement and i think i think that's what this story tries to play with i i don't know if if it was it was great by amazon i don't know if it was a. Uh, a comic book beforehand. It was. But, I did read that. Now I, have, oh, I don't know it? anything else. Yeah, it says. Oh. Yeah, it's called The Boys by Garrett Ennis and Derek uh, Robertson. I had never heard. Just say this. what comic book company is it? Dark Horse. Would you know? I'll have say a look. Uh, I didn't recognize oh, anything actually, about no, it. Again, that's the Umbrella Academy. See, I started mm-hmm. both of these around the same time, so I'm mixing them up. It says they're originally published by Wildstorm, which uh, then it says in bracket DC Comics. So they must oh, own this. Whoa. Smaller company. Okay. So DC. Um, and then it moved to uh, Dynamite Entertainment. I don't know any of these brands. And, yeah, so I, I don't know. Um, I'm assuming the book was adapted into a television series. So somebody must have. I, I don't know if Seth Rogen was involved, mm. but somebody obviously, probably a lot of these executive producers were liked it and pushed to get like, it made into a show. People can't get enough of superhero movies. Um, no, look, it's great. It's great. It's refreshing. I mean, Watchmen kind of does this. Yes. Uh, there's been a few movies in, in, in recent times that have done this yeah. where they, you know, they go with a more darker kind of view on the whole superhero thing. And and the great thing about The Boys is it's it's darker in, in the kind of behind the scenes sense. So it's yeah. almost in between the Avengers and Watchmen. It's like, yeah. like in the foreground, everything's like the Avengers. You know, we're seeing... Um, we're seeing how uh, these people are being you you know these people and their superpowers they're getting auditioned to make yeah. it into the seven and when you're in the seven you've made it because you know you will look after you in every type of way and you'll get to be a superhero and you'll get your own branding yeah. but then what you realize is that like you know they're actually kind of the superheroes themselves are are, are kind of getting whored out in a way you know they're yeah. kind of a lot of the the, the stuff they're doing is kind of staged uh, in terms of like when they're Homelander is his his whole persona, his superhero, his Superman persona, is just so fake. The all American mm-hmm. glides down with his hands and his hips. Mm-hmm. It's like it's phony, and it's a it's so transparently phony. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But he just doesn't care about anybody. 
why would you if you grew up and you could just laser somebody and there's no consequences because nobody can kill you nobody mm. would attempt to because you're so invulnerable what would that do to your brain what sort of person would you be you can just have whatever you want but that doesn't mean everyone with that would do it true not everyone would um but, yeah, it's just... But, a, but like, yeah, how can you... But yeah, how, how do you even control that amount of power? Yeah. Because, like, like you just quoted there, that just having that much power in, a, in any form. We see it all the time in society nowadays, even without, yeah. even without uh, superpowers, giving people great amounts of power. If they haven't already figured themselves out yeah. in, a, in, a, in a, a moral compass type of way, like, they haven't really battled with their soul and figured out who they are as a person, there's going to be huge amounts of, like, corruptness leaking out of their pores when they have yeah, all that like power. Taking advantage of like, any situation. Celebrities and athletes and politicians. Well, and I think, and, and talking about athletes as well, there's a whole side of this which talks about their doping, basically, as well, that mm-hmm. comes into it. Uh, I think this is a very good thing for this current age because we've gone through 20 years of superhero films pretty much since... The start of this century, wasn't it? I mean, Spider-Man came out in 2001, 2002. Uh, shortly after yeah. 9-11, because they had a trailer where he had a web, remember, in between the Twin Towers and the helicopter gets caught. Oh, wow. And I don't know if it was dust. It was definitely a trailer. I don't know if it was in the film, but they took it out anyway after right. after what happened. Um, so anyway, yeah, so superhero films have properly been around um, for 20 years, and people are getting sick. I'm getting sick of them. I'm getting sick of them, yeah. I used to love that world. I used to love the whole comic book, movie, industry, everything about it. Like, I still remember watching Spawn when I was probably oh, I too young Spawn. to watch that it. That was a really old one. Really old. And that was meant to be like a CGI revolution, like the mm. graphics in it. And Oh, Graham. Graham's mm. <laughs> got a mm. poison ivy coming out of his mouth. I'm eating mint here. So, no, we're drinking green tea and I, I decided to put some mint, <laughs> some mint in, on top of it and then uh, just came it's out of my mouth there. Um, yeah, homegrown mint. Uh, it's, it's great, and uh, the idea was great. But uh, anyway, sorry, go on. Yeah, no, I was just gonna say that. The, the, so uh, we heard, sorry, some sirens in the background. Let me just say, uh, you keep talking there, Jay. I'm gonna close. You're gonna close. The show starts off with Huey, and Huey's just uh, just this regular guy, kind of works in a hardware store, works in a works in a works in some type of tech store, you know. Yeah, um, text. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was like a. Uh, a video DVD. Um, yeah, it was all into audio visual. Audio visual stuff, plasma screens and digi boxes, boom boxes. Yeah, he's like a nerd. He's kind of like a tech nerdy guy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Yui's kind of the glue that holds this whole thing together, right? The mm-hmm. the the two plots. He, I mean, he is the protagonist. It starts off yeah. with him, but then he kind of isn't about him. But it it always kind of is. It starts that way, but it's pretty even once the show gets its pace mm-hmm. and it's jumping and it's jumping all over the place it's a great way to start with him as well because we get to feel like what it's like is just like being a bystander with oh, all yeah. this kind of like celebrity and, and the idea of superheroes this distant thing mm-hmm. and as the story progresses we get more familiar with that side of things but he basically witnesses his um he witnesses his girlfriend dying in his arms she gets yeah. she gets run over run into by um a train a train yeah a train who's like the fastest man on the planet. Yeah, he just runs really fast, and he's kind of. Uh, I don't think he's. He's not like made of steel or anything like that. Like, but he's. No, he seems like you wouldn't. 
you could run him over in a car and he'd probably be all right. Like, he runs right through this girl on the street and he's not hurt. So there is some sort of... Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's invulnerable. He's kind of strong in a superhero sense to a certain degree. I don't know if bullets would bounce mm. off him. His leg gets break broken near the end of the show. Spoilers, by the way. Everyone knows the spoilers. We'll put spoilers up before we even listen to a review of a show. Yeah. Uh, yeah, near the end of it, he does get his leg broke. Remember that bit? Um, yeah. So... But yeah, yeah, another superhero can person. Can run through walls? He can run through he people. Can run through people. I think, yeah, to a certain degree, we're supposed... I mean, he's pulling trains behind him as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? So his body must be super strong to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, that scene, and that's in the first episode, and that fucked me up so much. Yeah, because this guy's girlfriend just explodes in front of him. Yeah, like, it's, it's crazy. There's so many... There's several set pieces in this show that are purposely supposed to make your mind melt a bit be like mm. imagine if that actually happened in real life like that's such a yeah it's weird because it's a comic book movie like it's it's very mm. fictional but the, yeah there's moments in it I, I guess because of this injection of reality into the show yeah. where yeah there's parts where you're like Jesus you really kind of feel it for some yeah. reason it doesn't seem as silly or well, it definitely feels silly yeah. we'll get to that one of my favourite characters is Billy the Butcher um, Billy Butcher. Billy Butcher. Billy Butcher. Um, Billy Dead Butcher. Mm. Um, who's played by, let me just get it up here, great actor, Carl Urban. Mm. I recognise him from something. Yeah, before. let me go into his credits here. Uh, do you remember exactly how he comes into it? Because he's kind of sniffing around. He kind of just appears and takes him. Yeah, he pretty much. Wing. Yeah, he just appears. He pretty much just appears and uh, kind of. Um, All right. Flirts. Um, <laughs> yeah, he flirt he flirts with the idea of getting back at superheroes, and he gets mm-hmm. a Huey involved. He's like, "I know yeah. what happened to you, to your girlfriend." He's kind of using them at the start, right, just yeah. to get a few things done, and then he realizes, "Oh, this guy is like serious, and um, he's, he's actually an story. asset." He just thinks he's done it. Yeah, there's a bit at the end of the episode where he wants to dump him off mm-hmm. at the at the DVD shop again, at the at the technical shop, and um, and he does, but then he Huey comes back into it. He kind of proves his salt that he's. He's able to, he has some good assets. He's able to set up a few things. It's a bit of a, of a, of a cliche, but it works. You know, in the superhero movie, we've got this main uh, nerdy white guy who's kind of, I don't know, doesn't, isn't accomplishing all in his life, doesn't have that kind of like backbone or, yeah. or, or I guess enough, what would you say, enough? enough animosity to get what he wants in life yeah, he's, he's just a bit of a pushover timid he's like that timid nerdy white boy thing yeah that's what they're doing they're, well, that's what they're, they're doing they're playing with that stereotype but, but, but what's great is he doesn't really become a superhero at all it's no. not It's again it's not even about him the show kind of just starts off as him using that cliche because the show feels in a lot of ways cliche like it is yeah. just like about these superheroes and then the more you find out about it the more it's like messed up um, in episode one, we also were introduced to Starlight. Oh, sorry, you were going to say something about Billy Butcher. Oh no, he he. The only thing I was going to say, it says on his credits here, he was in Star Trek. I remember him. He plays a character called Bones, the new Star Trek one. Mm. I recognise him from that. It says he's in uh, Lord of the Rings as well. I can't place him. He must be just some guy with a mask on, with a helmet on. Lord of the Rings or the Hobbit? No, Lord of the Rings. It says uh, Emar, e- Omar. <laughs> he plays Omar in The Wire. Wow. Uh, no, he's. What a performance! Like anyway, yeah, no, he's a good actor. I've seen him. I've seen him bumping around in yeah. a few things. Thing is, he kind of looks like some actors as well. He's great, and I love his shirts that he wears. In his shirts are incredible. 
Look at that. I don't know. He has kind of a, he's got a floral he, thing going on there with black and white. Sure and he's built like a ship brick house man. I'd love to know what his regime is. He's tall though. He's like over six foot. But like He's big. Like there's a big few build. there's a few scenes in this. There's a flashback, you know, where he's clean shaven and he's wearing the suit and stuff at the party. Mm. And it's just like, yeah, he looks like a million bucks. He like would play James Bond almost. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, but no, he's great and his performance is real comedic as well. Because he's properly funny. He, yeah, he's funny because he's kind of... You can tell he has a dark past. And he almost doesn't give a shit about anything. He just wants to see superheroes go down. He wants, yeah. to, he wants to mess with soups because he has an inside yeah. knowledge that they're not what they're made out to be. And so when he hears about what happened to Huey, he's like... Yeah. We find out he's had a similar issue. Um, well, do you want to get into that? I mean, why not? Is yeah. that a good window into it? Because I mean, the, the show flashes back. Mm. Especially in the, the second half of the show, it starts flashing back, and that basically um, Billy's wife um, was like working with marketing in um, uh, with the superheroes, and um, something happened. Basically, mm. she had like some sort of affair with the Homelander character, and then she disappears, mm. and then we don't know what happens. I don't want to. Maybe we keep talking about other aspects of the show before we go all the way to the to the yeah. very end. He, but, he yeah. It w- was presumed that she committed suicide and mm. he believes that Homelander uh, got rid of her raped her and then killed her and didn't want any evidence so he, he has his own agendas and, and, yeah. and that kind of pushes him through and so he's kind of this like miserable angry hilarious character he, he kind of fills in that void yeah. which is it's excellent um, yeah and then we have um, we have this other character that's introduced quite young character called Starlight She's a young woman who, you know, you can see her mum's been raising her to kind of, like, audition as, as one of the soups. She's had, like, special abilities since she was young. And, you know, she goes and she auditions, and then they kind of try and fit her into a certain role, into a position, and how to dress and, like, look yeah. more sexy. And then she's like, oh, I'm not into this. She starts to see a lot of, like, the fakeness, a lot of the marketing yeah. behind the whole soup thing. She's like, I just want to help people. You know, and that's almost like laughed upon. There's like a whole team like trying to recreate her character and her image. Yeah. And they're like coming up with stories and it's like, that didn't happen. What are you talking about? I think I, I really like that because she's almost like the kind of, she's like this, she's kind of very stereotypical in terms of how the actual show cast her because she's kind of like this a little bit naive from the, from the countryside, mm-hmm. blonde girl. She's the female cliche. She's like the apple pie mm-hmm. sort of American mm-hmm. sweetheart. Mm-hmm. And she just wants to be a proper superhero and actually save people. And then mm. it's like, no, you have to wear this slutty clothes and you mm. have to go and do this marketing campaign. And, oh, you can't just save people on the streets or whatever. They could sue you or whatever. You know, GDPR. Yeah, it gets like... Oh, human rights, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it gets super, it gets super like complicated. And then she suddenly realizes, like, oh, there's a whole bureaucracy in this whole thing. Um. Yeah, and then I mean, like, yeah, one one of the first things that she encounters is um, what's his name, Deep, the Deep, who's like the Aquaman character. Mm-hmm. He exposes himself. Uh, her first introduction, and she's shown around these big offices. It's like you know, they're the Avengers layer where they're overlooking the city or whatever, mm-hmm. and they have like a big, massive conference table and the plasma screens everywhere. And she like admits to him, "Oh, I used to have a crush on you when I was younger." And then she turns around, and he's like jerking himself off. Like instantly, and then you know he starts blaming her. Oh, isn't this what you want? You were giving me signs, and then she's like fucked up because she's gonna piss off these new superheroes. She's just been given the keys into the castle, you know. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "We all have to do this." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like up. it's power play. It's like I'm do. It's it's almost like 
it's weird. It's almost like he feels like he has to do it, but he doesn't look like he's necessarily enjoying it. But he's also playing with her. It's like it's like power play, but it's also like initiation. It's it's very strange. Uh, but yeah, he, he completely takes advantage of her. And so something happens. Um, Did she leave after that with a suggestion that something more happened? I think something happened. I don't know if it was sex. Because I remember she was trying to leave and then she st- and he stopped her, kind of threatening her, saying yeah. you better not say anything. And then it kind of cuts. And then I think it was suggested that she may have given him fellatio. Really? Maybe I missed yeah. that. Maybe I denied that bit out. I didn't want to know. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I don't think she got out of it. Really? Um, but that, but that's, I was happy that's living whole... on my bubble there for a minute because she is such a lovely character. She's one of the nicer, more redeeming characters in the show. Like she does have a good. Oh, a hundred percent. She doesn't have a. She doesn't do anything bad in the show at all. No, she's just she's conflicted the, she's the at best character in it about whether to help the good people because. She, uh, mm-hmm. She's in. She's you know. It's complicated for her. She can get into a lot of trouble. She does get into a lot of trouble as well. But I love her character because, like you said, she does seem like that cliche female uh, apple pie sweetness, wanting to do good, and and she does do good. But it's not like it's uh, like she doesn't do anything malicious in the show. She's she is definitely the purest character. Yeah. But but thankfully, she's not. She's not. Uh, harmless you know what i mean like sometimes we, we almost talk about being harmless in society like that's a good thing it's like it's good to have it's good to be a bit of a dick in the right way to the right people to the right people okay, yeah. yeah to have like a little bit of violence in your blood to have a little bit of anger to have a little bit of of uh of of the ability to like put others down when these people are do you know what I mean? Yeah. When I, on the right side, I mean, you could argue what's the right side other than just the side you're on. But you know what I mean? It's yeah. like she, there's there's points where she talks yeah. about standing up for herself. She talks, you know, she goes against, she goes against the seven, goes against the company, yeah. goes against the image they're trying to put on her. Like she goes from being just like this cliche character that I'd say a lot of women would kind of like, be frustrated with seeing it first yeah you know this beautiful little flower uh, yeah but, but she becomes a strong beautiful little flower who's who almost becomes her own little feminist symbol she does i think the more she gets disillusioned with the reality that she's faced the more empowered she gets because she has to stand mm. up to it by mm-hmm. then where before like if 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 how she wanted to see the world was what she got, then she would have been very happy because she would have just got to be a superhero and save people and all the other superheroes would have been really nice and friendly and everything would have been perfect. But yeah, she realizes that they're corrupt and they're fucked up. And then ultimately by the end, she does something about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so to bring it back to, um, so yeah, that's kind of our inlet. Mm-hmm. Um, Yui's girlfriend dies, so he wants to get revenge. So he starts... Sniffing around, he starts, um, he starts trying to find a way. He he doesn't want to sign like a, an agreement to say like he won't sue them and all this sort. Oh, we'll give you a few hundred thousand or something or ten grand, whatever it is. Um, so th- so that gets so that gets us in from from the, the boys as in the group of people like, uh, uh, Billy Butcher who wants to get revenge for bad shit that's happened in the mm. past, and then we follow Starlight going in as this innocent girl into the group. And then we see it from the inside out. And then I mm-hmm. guess the two meet. Literally because Starlight and Yui end up going out. At the end of the show, they have a romance. He's kind of gets... He's kind of the undercover cop then at the 
mm-hmm. it, it becomes that, but then they really fall in love and everything gets complicated. Um, but the main plot is they're, they're trying to find... Um, I mean, they're not really trying to kill them. They're trying to find some dirt on them. Mm-hmm. And then, like, they're bringing stuff to the FBI. Because they, I guess they know they're superheroes, so we're not going to be able to fight them. Well, you see, that's the thing. You said there that the show's called The Boys because I guess it's... I guess the... the it, group of boys? Well, it's it's about... like Yeah, I guess about Billy Butcher and his crew. Yeah. Right? They're the, they're the boys. It's not about the soups because there's men and women in that. Yeah. But, but yeah, it's called The Boys. There's a woman who's, who's a part of their group. Remember they rescue a girl who she has experiments on her. Yeah, they do. Um, yeah, yeah. Halfway through, they 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 pick up um. What's her name? I have it written down here. Is it Kimiko? Kimo- Kimiko? Yeah, yeah. That's it. Um, if I can pronounce that right, and um. Yeah, but she is. Isn't she a soup? So she's, she's not. Soup. She's not one yeah. of the boys. She's See, a soup. Yeah, but she no, no soups allowed the in the boys. She becomes she a does, part yeah. of the group and she helps them. But yeah, at the very you see, that's the first sort of red herring for them. They find this girl in a basement, whatever, and there's people protecting her, and she has superpowers, and they've been experimenting on her. So they're like, okay, something's going on. That leads them to find finding this uh, compound V, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And that basically the superheroes are using to dope themselves to give them extra strength. Not everybody's doing. A Train is doing it. Homelander seems against it. He chastises A Train when he finds out he's on it. But they seem to be using this on children and they use it on. Eventually, there's a revelation at the end of the show that uh, Starlight's mother used it on her when she was small. So they're manufacturing superheroes in labs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, at first it seems like. Now, I don't know if the soups notice or not, but it seems like they're just kind of. like abusing. Compound V, yeah, like you would for I guess a drug, but also performing enhancing. performance enhancing, yeah. and and how those two kind of tie together, and how yeah. you were saying earlier, like from an athletic point of view, we see a train kind of going through phases where he really needs to take it. But do they know that that's the reason they have powers at all? Do they think that it's just giving them this little bit of extra? But they're soups; they're different. They were born different, because uh, that's the thing we realize through the show. It's like, oh wait, no, it's just people. Uh, I guess I guess people just signing off with their kids to be experimented on, pretty much to make extra and money and be promised some type of future. That's what uh, Starlight's mother tries to argue mm. that like, oh, you would have a special life and you'd be looked after and you'd be greater than other people. So I can see it from that point of view. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, like parents want to spoil their kids because they want to get they don't. They want to be safe. They want to have everything, but then you can ruin them by doing that as well. Like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, them spoiled brats, and they don't understand how the real world works. Mm-hmm. Like if you grew up rich or something as well, you know, and sheltered, you wouldn't understand the the hardship that most people have to go through, not getting the pres- Christmas presents you want or whatever yeah. the fuck, you know. Um, but yeah, the thing with A Train as well is that um, he seems paranoid that like you know, there's younger, faster, <laughs> literally faster guys coming up behind him, so he's doping. Because if somebody beats his fastest time, he's going to get kicked out of the seven. Mm-hmm. And they'll want the other, the new fastest person on the planet. So I like that dynamic as well. That he's doping um, out of fear, really. Like He shouldn't be put into that position. But yeah, he's aging. He's an aging superhero. Even superheroes might be as strong when they're in their 50s oh, yeah. than their 20s. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's a funny dynamic to play with too. 
And then as well, when he breaks his leg, we mentioned, he uses that to heal himself really fast. Mm-hmm. You know, his trainer, oh, yeah, yeah. he's like, you have to stay off the stuff. And he's like, your leg's better already, hell. And he's like, you're doping again. And he goes, no, I'm a superhero. I can heal fast. And he's like, bullshit. Yeah, so. Yeah, and, and at the same time, um, the Deep, mm. who... Uh, he's on it too, right? Does he take it at one point? Well, they're all on it. They must all be on it. Is Homelander on it? Because he really goes down on A-Train. Yeah, I remember for that using too. It. Which doesn't make sense because isn't that why they have powers? Well, I you know I think that they gave it to them as children to yeah. give them powers, but then once they manipulate them, then they have the powers. Then they have it. If you take it after that, it's bumping you up like yeah. steroids. But it's not gonna it's not gonna keep you. If you stop taking it, you're not gonna be as strong. That's yeah. Anyway, listen, I don't know if they. It, maybe I missed a bit in the plot, or maybe this was something that they didn't completely figure out. You know what I mean? Well, at the same time, the Deep is going through his own thing because, I, I mean, I don't know how many episodes in there we're, we're talking, but, you know, we said, you know, Starlight has to... Starlight? She has to go yeah. through her own thing and realise to kind of stand up for herself and not be kind of pushed around in every in every direction. And so, you know, she she outs the deep. She says, I was sexually assaulted by yeah. the deep. Um, she says that at the, the Bible conference, doesn't she? She gets up on stage and she has a speech. And, and I, the I love that episode. Hate, yeah, the American people hate her because see, she says she's a virgin as well. Remember they do this, they sit around talk with a bunch of kids. And they're well, like, oh, yeah, you can only have sex before you got married. And then someone's like, oh, you're a, you, you, like, are you married? No. Then, like, oh, have you had sex? So she basically gets forced into saying she's a virgin. Mm. She's just outrageous. Like, um, yeah, that whole, like, religious convention was amazing. That's an amazing episode. I just, I that was one of the best with the guy with the stretchy arms, stretch arm strong. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, he'd be like, sure. Sure. That's my yeah, stretchy sound. He wants to reach out and touch us all with his hands. But yeah, he is a bit of a perv. No, he's not a perv. He's just gay, but he's... Uh, we don't know what he did. Because he, remember, at the very start, we see him in the club. This guy, he has stretchy arms. He's a superhero. But he's kind of using his powers to make himself like a religious savior, which mm-hmm. is what people would do as well. If mm-hmm. people had superpowers, oh, God gave it to me, and it's proof that God exists. You can. It's not too much of a mental jump to see people doing that. And uh, so he, at the start, Billy brings... What's the... You into a nightclub and you see him there before we even know who he is we just see him in the club mm-hmm. being all stretchy with two guys and they're making out and stuff mm. and then later on when we see him at the Baptist concert he's doing the whole pray the gay away thing yeah yeah. so that's where the contradiction comes in it's like hey oh. you, you can't do that shit and there's so much truth in that though oh, like yeah. people who are really homophobic just kind of are phobic to their own homeo <laughs> what? I'm homeophobic. I'm homeophobic. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I think that's exactly what. Yeah, people are. Yeah, I think so. The I more, the more you realize it over the years, is like, oh yeah, they're just, they're just, they're afraid they're of their the own sex. They're hate. Yeah, they're afraid of their own sexuality. That's that's so. It has, it has to be. How could you be so against someone else? What they do with their genitalia? Yeah. No, I mean, not that you can do whatever you want with your genitalia. Well, as long as it doesn't hurt anybody else, right? As long as it doesn't hurt anybody else, as long as it's consensual, as long as it's in the right circumstances, yeah, you can. It's a good rule of thumb. If it hurts anybody else, if it hurts their physical body, if it hurts their emotion, if it hurts their eyes, don't do it. Wear goggles. 
you could wear goggles as well. You just wear a blindfold. Snorkel. <laughs> the whole thing. But um don't know where we're going with this. But you know, yeah, pray the gay away. That's what you're talking about. We all know. Yeah, I just thought it was away. amazing. It we have a yeah, it's ridiculous. We have a a very real life situation in this episode where it feels like, yeah, you're at a Christian camp. There's just like thousands of people there, I don't know how many. And yeah, Homelander comes and he's doing his whole hands out and floating around and being very like Messiah, Jesus of the now. He's baptizing people as well. Baptizing yeah. people. It makes a lot of sense that, there, that, that that would happen. There'd be a lot of investment between Christianity and yeah. just religions in general and, and superheroes. The saviors. Big tying knot. Um, Watching this show made me really think I'm so happy there's not superheroes. Because you know when you're younger you'd be like, oh wouldn't it be cool if Spider-Man really existed? But then watching like within the first few episodes it's like thank God they don't exist. Imagine yeah. how more fucked up the world would be. Oh yeah. Like like imagine Donald Trump with superpowers. Because uh, there'd be some no. cunt who like him who'd be like Superman. Yeah. Like, great, right, we don't have to deal with this cunt now. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, it's not worth it. I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, and that's the thing, like, like who has the superpowers and then, like, do you really just idolize them all? Do you really not think there's any negative ones out there? What about the people that don't make it to the seven? They're just, they're just grand. They're like, oh, okay, I didn't make the seven. They don't go out and, like, they, yeah, what they, do they can just have normal jobs, but they have these superpowers. They're not resentful. They don't become, like, supervillains. See, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they don't get. I maybe I don't know if I missed it. Like I, I only did one pass on the show, you know. But um, I did. Is there laws again? Like if you're not in the seven, can you not be a superhero? Can you not just go out like a vigilante? It's kind of against the rules. No, not even if you're in the seven, can you go out as a vigilante? It seems that's what happens. It's a bit where translute. No, sorry, uh, Starlight. Starlight yeah. Um, comes across two guys trying to abuse a girl, and she beats the shit out of them, and then she gets chastised by like the marketing people. Mm. Um. Because like the guys, because the girl runs away, so then there's no proof that they were attacking anyone. So they were gonna try and do her for assault. I think in the end it's okay because the girl does come forward, and, mm. and then it's a huge success. Somebody takes a video of it. That's what it is, and then it goes online, and then it's great for marketing. Mm-hmm. So it's just the the hypocrisy of it all. You know what I mean? It's not about whether she did the good thing or the wrong thing. It's whatever looks the best. Whatever looks the best. It's like social oh. media world. That's what I mean. That's why this show came along at the perfect time. Because mm-hmm. we've had superheroes for 20 years. And like fi- and like the world's so fucked up now. With Trump in the White House and all this horse shit. And the pandemic and the protests. It's good to have a superhero show where they're all scumbags. Because that's what the world feels like. We've been swallowing yeah. Peter Parker. People in power are fucking up. Yeah. Basically. People with power are fucking the up. The fate in the system and, and, and good intentions and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone's re-questioning everything. Which which power out of the seven? Yeah. Would you like if you had if you could only choose one, which one would you acquire? Homelander. Homelander just be Superman. Everybody basically. would love to have Superman's powers. Yeah, Homelander has what laser eye vision. He can see through walls. He can yeah. fly. Yeah, he's basically just Superman. He, he doesn't do anything really different, right? Um, I'm assuming Super like super strength. Superman can uh, blow really well. <laughs> He's good at blowing. Felatio. Uh, like he can do, like he's really strong. Like there's no way I can say this. This doesn't sound like he can blow really hard, mm. and like blow trucks over. He can Shit. blow a truck, um, and then like make it really icy cold. So if it's a fire, he can blow out the fire. Yeah, he can do it all basically. Homelander didn't do it, but I'm assuming he has all the same powers. He can run faster than a bullet. He can fly really fast, and um, we can't kill him. You shoot him, bounces off his eyeball. 
um, laser eye vision. Yeah, I mean the laser thing is fun, but like the other stuff is more practical. I, yeah, the laser thing seems more more like a, a hazard than anything. That was like the last superpower to get Superman. The guy who was inventing like, he can fly, he can run really fast. Um, you know what I mean? And the, oh, and the laser eyes and the and the blowing things. <laughs> Which yeah. tagged that on at the end. Yeah, so they just edited on as like mm. comic as episode, like as comics came out yeah. when they were like. What about you? What what one would you pick? What's Starlight's thing? What does she do? Oh, she's like something to do with electricity. She like is able to like suck in the electricity because all the lights turn up and then yeah, just like an electric electric pulse and then you fly back. Mm. You know what I mean? That's pretty cool. I like the way the deep can like swim on the water and talk to dolphins. That's pretty yeah. cool. Sorry, you just <laughs> see what you choke my leg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, talk to dolphins. Speak, speaking of leg. dolphins, that was a very smooth leg you got there, Jamie. <laughs> Thank you. It's my socks. <laughs> fresh socks. Fresh. Um, it's fresh. I, I, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out how to sit. Yeah. Sorry, I can't. I this is it. Yeah, I'm going to do this. Um, how are we doing? How are we doing? Yeah, good. I don't know. A lot. Of, I think. I think a lot of people like translucence, yeah, uh, ability to go invisible. But I think he just does what a lot of people probably would do, which is just be a pervert. It's like when, when, like other times, he's just like sneaking in on conversations. Yeah. But like, there's something overall kind of just perverted about being invisible. It's nice to disappear. Yeah. It'd be great to be walking somewhere where you're not feeling sociable. But you, you have could... to be completely naked. Oh, you have to be completely okay. So oh, that's why it always feels a little bit perverted. Cause he's like hanging around the nude, yeah, in the girl's bathroom, and it's some sometimes he's doing the the right thing, not the right thing, but he's doing his job. He's kind of just eavesdropping and just kind of yeah. being in the background listening to everything people are, are saying. Yeah, other time he's just like, "Why are you naked in the girl's bathroom?" Yeah, he gets caught doing that what twice, isn't it? Yeah. He's 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 just hanging out in the bathroom. Um, yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. That, a little uh, bit of penis in the show. There's a bit where he he comes. He walks around naked. He sees yeah, naked. so he comes out of being invisible and you can see him standing there naked, yeah. They do that. But yeah, you know, he, he yeah, he's a bit of a scumbag, but what did you think of his ending? He dies in the second episode. So they put dynamite up his ass. Because his skin is, it's like diamond skin. You can't break through it. Yeah. Because they try killing him. They capture him. He gets electrocuted, basically. He attacks Yui in the shop and that's when, that's when Billy comes back. Mm-hmm. And, and rescues them and they have a big fight and he gets electrocuted so they put him in a cage and then the only way they can figure out how to kill him is to stick something inside him and blow him from the inside out blow him from the inside out yeah and then they have to get rid of the skin yeah yeah that, that kind of that's the beginning of, of uh, Homelander knowing that something's gone wrong. Yeah. That, you know, then they don't, like, what is what is the corporation really doing to look out for where a translucent is, like, to find yeah. him? And, like, who, who got rid of him? How'd they get rid of him? Where the hell is he, you know? Um, so he, he starts to get a bit fishy and smells that, um... He smells the fish. He smells that. <laughs> yeah, he actually he can finds, smell the fish. He finds uh, translucent skin. Which they like threw it into the bay mm. or something. They the fish it finds him. Yeah, the deep, your man. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, like a lot of other stuff kind of happens. I mean. Yeah, I mean it's a dense show. It is. Yeah. Um. It's just fun though. I see. I I felt the first episode, maybe just the first episode, even just the first half of the first episode, the opening sequences and stuff. 
Um, I enjoyed, but it didn't like hook me, hook me in. Like other shows and films get me straight away. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm, I'm in this episode mm-hmm. one. I'm in this. This one, I was like, that, that was good. I want to watch another, but I wasn't gagging. Same. You know what I mean? But then once I got like two, three episodes in, I'm like, I'm definitely gonna finish it. Yeah. And we're doing it for this, so I was gonna finish it. But regardless, because I've started other shows, especially at this age, I'm just like, I'm not bothered to finish. It's like reading a book. I feel like as I get older, I'll more easily put it down if I'm not feeling it. Mm-hmm. I, I want to. I'd rather spend my time watching something else. I'm yeah. Into it. even if the other thing isn't as good, but just if I enjoy it more. Yeah, that but makes this sense. This one, once once I cracked it, invest your like, time. It's just so different. It was just dealing with all that topical stuff. Well, that, well, that's it. Because I think at first it just seems a little bit kind of like goofball-ish, stereotypical, kind of just silly. It's kind comic. of a little... And it is that. Set Rogan fart jokey. I guess a that's that. in there. I mean, there's the part we were discussing on the jog this morning. There was that part where... Um, Oh my god, what's her name? Is it like Twitchblade or something like that? Who's this now? This is the the Amazonian woman. Speaking of Conalingus. We, we haven't talked about her as well. Who? Um Queen Maeve. No, no, not is Queen Maeve. No, A Train's girlfriend. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh I forget her name. She has some weird superpower that she has uh blades in her hands. Yeah, right? blades in her hands and her knees and stuff, like these kind of big horny looking <laughs> Yeah, they are like giant horns coming out of her, out of parts of her body. Just big blades. Um, oh, it's something like Twitch Blade or something like that. Switch Blade? No, that wouldn't be it. Um, ah, look. Stormfront? Like, Who's Stormfront? Oh, I don't know. Is that her? They don't even name all the people in the show. So if they look they're it not. up and then you realise, oh, they're probably named in the comic book. But like... <laughs> there's all these faces I don't know who they are Popclaw her name's Popclaw Popclaw because her claw pops over her arm. oh yeah I see her now Aww. Brittany Allen shout out to Brittany Allen shout out to Brittany Allen and that fucking outrageous scene she had to do so she ends up taking compound V she's out of her mind she's squatting like a million kilos and then the the, the landlord comes over I don't know why she doesn't have money living in this incredible place and going out with A-Train who's like yeah. Spending all his money on that V. Oh, maybe. He wants the V. He, yeah, they're both, they're both after the V. They're addicted to the V. Yeah, they're hooked on V. Yeah, that's where all the money's going. But anyways, yeah, so that's... She, she brings she in the fucks, landlord. She yeah. fucks him to she, get away with the rent. She, yeah, kind of... Yeah, she rides his face, basically. She sits on his face. She sits on his face, and yeah. uh, it's just a... And everybody's having fun. It's great. Yeah, it, it like... But she... She uh, loses. Okay, this is where maybe Seth Rogen had an influence because yeah. she's giving head, but she mm. ends up breaking his head. Yeah, yeah, because she's like full on superhero. So as she's sitting on his head, but it, does it's, a horn come out of there? Is that the suggestion? I don't think that it's a horn comes out of it. I think it's just the pressure of her body and the strength of her. She ends up sitting on his face, and his face explodes like a water a sledgehammer <laughs> to a watermelon. It's just like pfft, yeah, just his fucking. It's just like the ultimate head. Yeah. That's some head. <laughs> head no more. How's your head? I haven't had any complaints. Um, it's <laughs> it's a funny one, isn't it? Because yeah, like, is yeah. that supposed to? Obviously, that's gonna make men uncomfortable. Yeah. That's wait what? No, it was kind of ridiculous and funny. No, but I mean, like, I mean that never happened in real life. <laughs> I <laughs> hope not. I it's hope never not. happened to me. Yeah, I mean, pieces. But like, is there is there a part of that in which, uh, if you're doing something like that, the man is maybe a bit more vulnerable? 
What if a girl's sitting on his face? I mean, like, if, if you're weak enough and she's strong enough or heavy enough, could she just kind of just sit and not let you up and then smother you? She might just bang. Yeah, probably. If the, yeah, if the girl, <laughs> I mean, if the woman weighs more than the guy, the he's not guy? have enough or strength. Even if she doesn't weigh more than him, but she, like, it's just like really sits on his face, like proper, really sits on it. Seals like, off any air. Yeah, I mean, that's like, possible. I mean, like, how like much. A suction cup around his face. How much pressure can your, like, jaw take? I mean, we see it all the time in UFC, MMA, you know what I mean? Like, if you put <laughs> enough pressure, even, like, you don't even have to cover the windpipe. If you put enough pressure, kind of, like, at the chin area, yeah. something happens. Doesn't Habib do that once or twice? You I've kind of cover, like, the chin, the mouth. And you pull in enough pressure, you can. Someone it's almost like a submission and a choke that you're like torquing their neck down or something. Listen, some guys want that, man. Some guys are asking the girl to get up there and. Well, people like that whole. Uh, remember David Carradine, Bill from Kill Bill, and and there's been a few people who uh, they think they're doing that choking thing. You jerk off and you choke. What's it called. Uh, uh, so asphyxiation. Yeah. And uh, obviously it went wrong, and then they weren't able to like undo whatever way they were getting choked and they, they choked themselves out and died. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, maybe there's a bit of power play to the whole girl sitting on guy's face. Mm. Uh, <laughs> well, I, yeah. I mean, no, I think it's, it's great. Not bad. It's yeah, great. It's not bad. It's Mom bad. and dad it's listening. Fun. Yeah, I like it. But like, you look, don't listen I, to every episode, do they? No, no, no. Probably not. Future, <laughs> not. future grandkids, great grandkids. Um, this is just real life. This is what people do in this real life. This is what people do in real life. Yeah. Not the exploding head. Just like... Yeah, well, yeah. You, know, you can't do if that. If you do it, right? No, but look. I, 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 yeah, and the, the, the auto... Why auto? Auto. auto fiction, oh, because if you're doing it yourself. It's like, yourself. like if, I, if I get the, you know, the, the belt off my robe, right? Yeah. I tie that around my neck and then I tie it to the door handle and I lean forward. But yeah, I'm not you, hanging myself. I'm you doing forward. it yourself makes it auto. Yeah. Right? And I lean forward and I get that choke. But then, yeah, you pass out. And if you've done it in a way where, like, you hang or whatever, you hang in the chair. It's not like you're hanging from the rafters like a like a gallows. Yeah. But just that there's enough of a choke that's going to cut off the circulation. Well, yeah, I think there's two parts to it. I think it's the same, you know, if you're with a partner and you're choking. It's like... Yeah, mm. some people like to do that. Some people have... Yeah. And, like, the, like choking is great because it's, like, you know... Some people, whether it's male or female, that like to get choked, they'll say like it's a loss of control. It's mm. like the ultimate kind of like vulnerability. I'm 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 submitting to you. Yeah. You know, and they find that sexual. They find that sexy. That's a turn on for them to be like, I trust people you do. so much that you yeah. can almost have my life. Take my bare Jeez. neck. You know what I mean? As an animal, our necks are where like you can well, like bite. You know, you see yeah. cats and dogs yeah. doing all the time with teddies. They go for the neck, even yeah. on a teddy, and they like. Oh. <laughs> they know where it is. They know that the neck is this vulnerable. Yeah, lions do that. You see that a lot yeah. in nature. They always go for the neck and shit. It's really sinister. But uh, see, but like, like in like uh, that sort of stuff in the moment is like fun. But when you depack it like that, it seems more sinister. You know, like if you're pulling a bit of hair or grabbing a bit of neck and every, you know, in the playful moment. But then when you destruct it like that, it's just like submit and like I'm holding on to your life pipe, aka your windpipe. It depends it makes on the sense. person. It makes because sense. if yeah. you are a person that feels more comfortable, feels more alive in a submissive role, mm. then you want someone to dominate you and you like that feeling of them leading you. 
Yeah. And and some people are comfortable. Not everyone wants to lead in a pack. You know what? This links this back, goes back to animals. If anything. This links back to superheroes very well. I think so. And the superhero movie genre because people want to be saved. Mm-hmm. Or submit to Superman. Like you, you can't mm-hmm. destroy him. You can't do all you can do is submit and he'll look after you. Mm-hmm. Like 1984, the mammy state. Just submit and we'll look after all your oh. problems. Just give us your tax money. Shut up. You'll be fine. And that's what <laughs> Homelander wants. Like, ultimately, Homelander wants to almost create a bit of chaos and hysteria so that, that the countries and, and, and society yeah. loses control and needs them, depends on them. And he gets even more power. He can run Rome free and become the god he wants to be. You know what yeah. I mean? I mean, that's what happens by the end of it. They create superheroes in Syria. Terrorist soups. Yeah. Which is like, it does... The show knows it's being ridiculous. But yeah. it's just like a... Oh my God, the, the, the terrorist ISIS has... And it's like, it's literally ISIS. They don't even invent a fake terrorist. They're like, oh, ISIS has a soup now. And, and then... But basically, we find out that Homelander created the guy just so they could get into the military. So they could be given more powers because the military can't fight soups outside the country. He created the enemy. Makes sense. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't think... I, I hope not. Uh, but I don't think governments do that. Not purposely. You know. Wait, you're saying 9-11 wasn't an inside job? <laughs> hey, well, we can go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> no, 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 that's, no. That's nuanced. I don't know. Uh, I have plenty of opinions about that, but... Uh, yeah, look at the way on. the it's building falls, man. It's 2020, yeah, 2020, t- anything's possible. Uh, Tower Nine, there's yeah. a controlled demolition. Come on, <laughs> like, who, who fuck knows? I don't, I certainly don't know. Uh, but yeah, no, there's uh, loads of not just about building seven, there's loads of other shit that doesn't link up, and that doesn't mean anything other than that some things don't make sense. Sometimes in life, things don't make sense, exactly. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, no, you talk about ISIS, like, you know, uh. Or even even Al Qaeda, if we we keep with nine eleven, sure they in the seventies they fought against Russia. It was like it was called their Vietnam, northern mm. Iraq, and um, Afghanistan border into Russia. Oh. Russia had a whole war against them near the border, and the FBI or the CIA, I believe, the the United States government funded Al Qaeda and Bin Laden to fight against the Russians because it was a cold war, and that helped them bulk up. They got weapons, mm-hmm. you know, they use that money to uh, build up their infrastructure. Yeah. 20 years later, these are the guys they're going to fight in, in the war on terror. Well, so. that, that's what confused people, because wasn't it uh, George Bush's father? I don't know his name. He Bush was in Kuwait. Yeah. There, there was definitely pictures of him and Obama. What do you mean? O- Osama, excuse me. Osama, Osama bin Laden. Osama. No, uh, there was pictures of Donald see? Rumsfeld. And Saddam Hussein. Saddam Hussein? No, I'm talking about... Oh, Bin Laden. Osama Bin Laden. Osama Bin Laden. Wait, hold on. Osama Bin Laden was behind 9-11. That's who they yeah, pinpointed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> we can't was, believe any of this. You think, you think they were creating the enemy? CIA. Those exploiting. planes drones. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah they were know. just looking for to justify how to walk into a country. Uh, well, over. yeah, that's what they say. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Weapons of mass. Saddam had weapons of mass destruction was their excuse to go in, and they were harboring terrorists, which they weren't really. And now, and, and then under Obama, they finally killed Bin Laden, and he was in Pakistan. Why did they even go to into Afghanistan and Iraq in the first place? If he's, they found they found him hiding in Pakistan next to a military base. That was the story they gave. There's other evidence, evidence or. Uh, 
let's not go crazy and call it evidence. I've heard other shit online. This ain't evidence. This is shit online <laughs> that uh, Bin Laden had been dead for years before. Right. And, they, and they couldn't prove it. Yeah, they and needed they, again. They need the enemy. And obviously they Man. weren't going to say like, oh, Bin Laden's dead. We killed him. If then suddenly he makes another video and makes him look like saps. So when they finally got the hard evidence that he was dead under Obama, they just did a make-believe mission, send a few helicopters into Pakistan, blow one of them up, send them back, and then we'll release this big thing. Bin Laden's dead. We shot him in the head. Yeah, there was no... <laughs> I don't know. This is weird. this is proper conspiracy stuff now. Yeah, it was all kind of like weird the way it finalized. You know, but people have those conspiracies about Hitler as well. They're like, "Well, where's the evidence that he's dead? Like, yeah. did anyone see the body? Like, where's the tape? You know?" And it's like no one wants to actually watch anyone get shot. Yeah. But when there's like apparently this really bad guy, I'm not I'm not putting yeah. well, I'm not putting either of them into apparently. You know, they yeah. they clearly were. The United um, States government don't want the bad publicity of releasing. Mm. a head cam from a soldier shooting a bunch of people and I think there was no, women I know. In, in, in there as well who, I don't know if they were shot but they were at least standing next to people who got shot and stuff you know that's not a fun video or being used as fucking shields maybe yeah, yeah. So scary it's, stuff it's the same with you know the plane that hit the pentagon mm. people always say there's a whole thing about where did the plane go and there's no bits of the plane left yeah the day after there was no wreckage there was no, no, no evidence stuff. but as well as that putting that to one side mm. uh, what, there's a bunch of things that people point out but one of the things is that there was security footage from a petrol station across the road and somewhere else there was another camera that was on the highway and these were both seized by CIA, FBI as they would be to do an investigation mm. but they never released it there was only one camera that was in uh, the Pentagon grounds. And it's really bad quality. It's like five frames of like nothing. You can see a blur. You can see an explosion. You can see smoke. It's not yeah. like, it's not fluid real time. Yeah. And people are like, okay, because people say um, uh, they fired missiles at the Pentagon. The conspiracy people say, why don't you just release the footage from the petrol station across the road? It would have seen the whole thing. And they're like, well, we, all the news footage uh, beamed all over the world the two planes going into the World Trade Center. Mm. That was huge propaganda for Al-Qaeda. This fucking giant event captured on multiple angles. You know, Hollywood can't afford that many angles that we got to see <laughs> those planes going in. Why would they release another one showing the plane going into the Pentagon? Just so they can have more propaganda? I get that side of it as well. Mm. Conspiracy theorists will say, oh, they don't want to release it because it's not true. Because they're lying. So you think Homelander's behind this? Hey, listen, let's talk about the plane scene. We, we oh, still, we're yeah. nearly at an hour now. The plane scene, I think, was probably my favourite set piece. Mm -hmm. It reminded me, do you ever see Superman Returns? Um, where they went back and they redid, redid a Superman film in the in the 2000s. Um, I've seen Superman Returns, but I don't do you remember, remember that one? exactly. There's a famous scene where the plane is falling out of the sky and he has to save it. And he like grabs onto a wing and it, it blows takes over off. most of the movie, right? No, like forty minutes or no? No, no, no. Oh, that's okay. only no. That's only like a ten minute set piece. Oh, okay. But no, it's a long set piece. In, yeah. In turn, but it's it's a great scene. He's struggling to bring this plane under control, and yeah, he struggles. Yeah. And um, but it reminded me of that because it would be difficult, even if you're a Superman, to stop a plane falling from the sky. Wouldn't it? Well, I don't know. Would it? Where's your superpower strength? I mean, but like, but like, it's a plane. Yeah. So okay, let's talk about the context in the show. So basically, uh, some terrorists hijack a plane coming uh, from Europe over to the states. This 
the superhero people get wind of this and they want to get their military contract. So they're like, Homelander, go save Which the Queen. people from the terrorists. Yeah. Yeah, with well, Queen Maeve, the pair of them. Yes, Queen Maeve. Uh, yeah, he brings her along. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, save people from the terrorists. That will let us into the military. We'll get the billion dollar contracts. It's all about money. Um, and he goes and he accidentally lasers one of the terrorists in the cockpit and lasers the console. What you were going to say there. <laughs> what he accidentally <laughs> what? No, no, go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so, yeah, he kind of fucks up. And he fucks up the plane. And he's like, I can't fly a plane. And it doesn't matter because all the instruments are fucked. Mm-hmm. All these people are dead. And then Queen Maeve is like, just try and stop it. Like, Yeah, she's looking at this little girl crying to her mommy. And she's like, you know, she feels empathy. She's like, we can't let them all die. Yeah. Can we, is there nothing we can do? And he's kind of just smiling up when he's like, everything will be fine. Let's leave the plane. It's <laughs> <laughs> just crazy. He's like, go, go to the back of the plane. Yeah, they're just like both kind of walking away. Yeah, we it's, just it's... need to check something here at the back of the plane. They're all going to die. <laughs> it was crazy it was yeah. and yeah she tries to say like just fly outside and, and stop it slow it down she's like I'm just gonna burst through the hole which is true do you ever see a plane after it crashes on the ground like it's grapnel it's just like aluminium around the outside of it mm. like if he's trying to stop it and it's going 500 miles per hour he probably is like Superman Returns wasn't uh, physically accurate mm. as in like Superman probably would just go through it like butter right yeah you know what I mean? So he's so that's logical. And then, um, what does Queen Maeve do? She just super strength. She was just super there Irish. For, she was just yeah. She kind of has that look. She was just there. Well, I her think, name's Queen Maeve. Queen Maeve, but is she actually Irish, you know? She's Irish heritage, is it? She's kind of red, red, reddish she has hair. She's red hair. I mean, yeah. Queen Maeve was Maeve's an Irish name. Queen Maeve was a person. Queen Maeve. Queen Maeve. What did Queen Maeve do? I can't remember. But, like, yeah, I don't know what Queen Maeve's abilities are in this. She kind of, like, kicks ass. She's like Wonder Woman. She's super strength and she can run real fast and stuff like that. And super strong. But, yeah, I think she just comes along for marketing purposes. So that when they think they're going to save the plane, she'll be there and it will look great. Mm. But she doesn't do anything. She can't do anything. She can't fly, so she can't really no. do anything up in the air. And she also suggests, why don't you fly each person up and down to the ground? He's like, there's 200 passengers. We're not going to be able to do it. There's not enough time. And then she's like, well, at least save some of them. And it's like, well, we can't leave witnesses. Yeah. So let them all die. So they let them all die. And, it, yeah. and it's horrible, but it's brilliant. I was like, yeah, that's what they do. They mm. let the whole plane go down. And he just doesn't care. And, in the, and it's a quite a great sequence because they spend enough time in the plane with the people screaming. You see the, like, the little girl that they focus on. And you really do feel for them. Mm. And they're all relieved when the guy arrives because the terrorists are there with their knives and they're terrified. And they're all clapping. And like, yay, we got saved. And he's like, let's just out of here like we're fucked they're fucked we can't save them they're fucked forget them imagine being on a plane and being saved by superheroes and then realising they flew it they, they can't do anything man that's crazy that's like too much that's too that's crazy too much to, to go from like like terror to like joy to double terror <laughs> double terror and your view of the world has been shattered like oh these superheroes are gonna let us die yeah that's not yeah Jesus that's like dying so with like no hope yeah. left. It's like if you believed. That's in, grim. It'd be like if you believed in Jesus, right? Yeah. And you were dying, and then Jesus appeared in front of you. Yeah. Like he actually does exist. Yeah. And he's like, I can't save you. Fuck you. And fucking walks out of the room. And like, and he's a prick. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still gonna die. <laughs> yeah. What? 
what if that is true? What if like people are right and aliens have come and infiltrated Earth and like mingled with us and just kind of like been like, oh, why don't you put that rock that way? And they're like, what do you mean? So like, oh, I'll just try it. And then pyramids are created. And then they like honor these gods. And, like it actually was just aliens the whole We're time. We're talking about ancient aliens now. Listen, I we believe, aliens, listen, uh, we've all seen during the lockdown, we had the, the UFO videos at the Pentagon. I've heard words, shit, word of blah. I've, he- I've heard, <laughs> my brain's melting, Graham, help. <laughs> I've heard weird stuff during the pandemic, man. There's been like, especially in America, people have been going out of their houses and filming the sky, and the sky's doing really odd stuff. It looks like really? the weirdest stuff it's ever done, like just like flickering on and off, like it's a light switch. And what do you mean, just the light in the sky? The light in the sky, the noises in the sky. There's been some very bizarre you stuff. You said that you experienced stuff around here. We're in, we're in North Tennessee, Dublin. At the I didn't talk about it much, but I noticed at two o'clock or three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. There was like a weird siren that no one ever talked about. Yeah. And it didn't... So well, like, 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 from, from where... Like a that goes on for like 10, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And it's like kind of obvious, but kind of faint. And sounds like it's coming from the sky. But okay. like, did no one talk about this? <laughs> now, listen, I... I we, is it too subtle? Where we, like, where, where I'm living now is very close to where you used to live. Yeah. Sometimes at night I do hear things as well. But I feel like it's just general background noise because things there's less traffic, there's less noise pollution. Okay, but I've been in the country and I haven't and heard, heard the same thing. No, no, I haven't heard this. But that's what this I mean. This is a siren. No, no, but this is what I mean. This like, is a solar siren. But in between where I live and where, where you used to live, do you yeah. know what's in between? There's a prison, there's a guard station and there's a hospital. Yeah. You know what so I'm saying? So it must be the prison. And like maybe these sirens are going off all the time, but they're so low that like with street traffic and just general gotcha you know you're not going to be yeah. playing music or next door is going to be playing music during the day but then how how have I heard it in Lucan since well, moving back no, to Lucan no I can't explain that I can't explain that is there, a ho- is there some sort of hospital or a place that could have like electronic equipment uh, somewhere near you that has big air conditioning things that would go on and off during the night so when it's really quiet and if you listen really intently you'll, you'll whatever this noise is I did not hear it before last year Really, so and now I've heard it in both Fibsborough and my place and somewhere else because I brought up to use unless that was at my place when you guys were over you and Laura well, you did, you I think you that. and Laura were in my house and I was in the back garden I was like that noise do you hear that noise and you were like chill out dude <laughs> is that gone no no, no, no it's all good it's all good um, uh, what do you think should we wrap this up I, I mean we, should. we definitely talked about though. I could keep talking about aliens forever um there is something going on. I I've gotten to the stage now oh, yeah, yeah. where I just, just the last bit. I want to. Mm. I want to. Yeah, I, I, you want to have sex with an alien, don't you? Um, I mean, as long as it's consensual, right? Of course, I yeah. Mean, we can. We can. Uh, I mean, have some fun with that. But uh, I don't know. We make some little babies, some little alien babies. I don't know. Crosby. Like I mean. Crosby. No, not Crosby. What did you say? No, cross species. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Crosby, <laughs> Bill Crosby, Bill Cross species. Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, no, I was always interested in aliens. I always had everyone. You know, you watch ET, you watch Close Encounters, a bunch of alien films and stuff. I was fascinated with it. Spooky, it's a bit creepy. I loved the X Files when I was younger. Um, and it just, like I said earlier, it just makes sense. Like the logic behind living life being somewhere advanced life. Who knows? But there's some. Wait, what life makes sense? That, that there has to be some form of life on another planet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
the solar system. In some other system, somewhere, mm. there's a flower, at least. Mm. At least. We can, I think everybody kind of accepts that as a logical Why not? outcome. Yeah. If, if how we look at the universe and decipher it from measurements, if that's true, if that representation is true, then that has to be an outcome. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and now it seems like there is enough evidence that there's stuff flying around that we can't explain. It's been around for a while. They try to cover it up. You're a spook, you're a quack. But there's just, there's lights, whatever it is. There's something around and it disappears and it comes back and it flies away and we can't explain Keep, anything about it. There's been a good few documents of these of like, yeah, very things flying in the sky that, that perform aerial physical maneuvers that aren't known of in our mm. current technological state. Yeah. There you go, there's a mouthful. No, this, but the you, thing is, nail on the head. But oh. what about Asia? What about Russia? Do they, they not have stuff? <laughs> no, they don't visit those shitholes. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. They're not shitholes. I love those countries. <laughs> no, no, I don't. I want to visit those countries. They no, won't I let d- me in now. No, I don't mean do aliens not visit them. I mean, are they the aliens? Are, do they just have technology that America's not aware of? <laughs> no, they definitely get visited. Maybe it's just not. Maybe the government do a better job of covering it up. What? Maybe no. I'm saying, are they the aliens? Oh, you think is it their technology? I, and I America's don't... actually behind somehow. I don't. Well, see, maybe because because these people say like nobody on the earth has this technology. But if 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 the Chinese have the technology, would the Americans lie and say they don't because they want to save face? Or would the Americans not know because that's part of war strategy? People not knowing what your enemy has, not knowing the advances. Maybe some countries are more advanced than America. Maybe America has way more than it it's letting out. You think so? I don't know. Why not? That that's that's true. If too, the amount of money, so, if so the amount science, of money yeah. is being put into war that we really yeah. know that it is, then then the technology is further than human like normal people have in society for for regular things. Like the investment in war is a completely different game. Yeah. So much more money. There must there must be further so you, advances. You think it might be human based? I don't know what's easier to believe that it's aliens or that it's just a country that America doesn't realize has is spying on them and has better technology. But the, the Americans spend more than in all the other countries combined, basically, on their military. So if China managed to do it, they are much more efficient than the Americans. They did it on a budget. So unless the Americans are just outright lying and saying, we don't know what it is, and releasing it, and actually they, it's our stuff, and they're just trying to really trick people. Oh, it's aliens, but really they got the shit to try and confuse the Chinese, try and confuse the Russians. That's a, that's a crazy game they're playing. It, I think I think in, in, in years to come, we'll, like, we'll have the technology to zoom in on that footage that's been released. And when we really zoom in... footage, though, isn't it? It's... it's most of it's like it's, it's even like the radar ones, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, the, the ones from the fighter jets are like yeah. right, like they're infrared, whatever. They look night vision and mm. yeah, like it's, it's moving. It's literally crazy. like a dot in the distance and stuff. So and it's not super accurate. Like super yeah, just, uh, it's not very clear. Details, yeah. And I've seen detailed. people shoot on their phone and show like lights moving in unusual ways, and then drop of a hat. It's like yeah. nowhere to be seen. But I think I think in years to come, we'll like when we have the technology in everyone's hand to just really zoom in on that kind of footage yeah. what we'll really see up there in the sky is just a Tesla just Elon Musk just trolling <laughs> us it's like El- it was Elon all along yeah. he had the technology he's flying Teslas Elon he's too cool along. he's too cool too cool for school it's beautiful isn't it well it's I'd rather it's, it's him as long as he's, he stays cool about things and doesn't turn into a maniac I'd rather him than 
he's turned they already. No Korea, no Korea is too broke to do it. They they barely have the bomb together. Like I don't think they have some super gravity wave spacecraft. You know what I mean? No. Um, but it does seem like. But like what about crop circles? You ever look at some of the crop circles? Mm. Like oh, some somebody crept into a field and did this overnight, and you look at some of them, and they're like crazy geometric yeah. patterns, and it's like I don't think some people snuck in with a bunch planks of wood and made that. I really don't think so. I don't know. A lot of people have dissected that stuff and said it doesn't make sense. Like the way the the, the way that the the crops are are squashed mm. doesn't make sense because they, you wouldn't be able to do it. Humans wouldn't be able to do it with, with machinery or no. It seems like some type of pressure from above must have come down mm. and done it very evenly. <laughs> it's, it's like creepy. what are they doing? They're super geometric. This is like this isn't just like a an X in the ground. It's like and like. You know, the further you go up, it's like a big geometric pattern, and it has like several shapes woven through yeah, it. Stuff. What is that stuff? Like, just sending us messages. They're trying to tell us something. What are the messages? I don't know. I, I I'll send you some documentaries. I watched a few documentaries. Half of it's hopey, but then there's a few bits in it where you're like, oh, they're sending us messages, man. They're sending us. They're trying to like say like we're here. Watch the X Files. Go back and start later. watching the X Files from the beginning, man. Oh man, that's be, exactly what it is, man. I I don't know. Is it like just is is it just aliens accessorizing, looking at Earth like like putting tattoos on your body? It's just like eh, look at this it's look at this cute little Jamie. planet with little ants on it. Let's put some accessories and see how they play with that. They're just fucking with us. So. There's no code. Well, it's one thing I read. I mean, it's hard to judge. It's it's just alien babies just with Crayola. It's just That's that what version. it could be as well. I mean, maybe it's some galactic empire and these are just some. You know, civil servants who they can't fire because they have contracts. Like, just send them to Earth and just yeah. keep an eye on, on the Earthlings who aren't advancing enough yet. And these are really incompetent aliens and they're kind of just fucking around a little bit as well mm. as keeping an eye on us. But they say that, like, the, the, the UFO thing jumped after the 50s. The whole Roswell thing after the bomb, after they set up the atomic bomb. So I've heard people say maybe that was like a cosmic alarm clock where the aliens... Ooh. When, when you unlock nuclear power, that that's a sign of a civilization getting bigger, and the aliens had some way of detecting this, and then they started showing up. Okay, these chimpanzees have figured out some shit. Let's keep an eye on them because they can they can really blow up stuff now. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, but we're also so stupid. Oh, it was super stupid. Two like, weeks okay, ago, Lebanon. Yeah, we seen the. They were just stockpiling ammonium nitrate. Is that what it was? Or some sort of chemical, they just kept it there and nobody wanted to take it and then eventually it blew up. It's, I, I, I still don't get, know exactly what happened, man. Yeah, it seems like they put loads of something nitrate. Yeah. Something extremely explosive. The second largest uh, explosion ever in history. Really? After... The bombs? After number... Well, there, well, there, there was, was uh, number one? Nagasaki and Hiroshima was where the two, it's probably the third largest, Jamie. Maybe, yeah. Not to take the second spot away from Lebanon. But, yeah, the two Lebanon's bombs, very competitive, man. But they set off loads of atomic bombs in tests in the deserts and in the seas. Yeah. So it's, those two bombs were the only bombs that were set off, but they're only two that use in combat on, mm. on living people, unfortunately. I don't know if people were, were quoting that to me. They're like, oh my God, you know, the second bomb. Uh, I'm not sure if it was. There was a huge blast, but usually they don't have uh, well, the, the, really the, great multi-angle video footage of giant bombs going no, off. No, and, and the, the, as, as, as weird as it is to say, the lucky thing about 
Lebanon was that it was at the harbour. And so one half of the explosion was actually blanketed by the sea. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. one angle. It happened of, of, in the centre of the city then. If it was, yeah, if it was inland, more inland, it would have been a whole other thing. Don't get me wrong. The, the fact, whatever the intent was, this was a very poorly, it, it just proved that the, the, the government are, are lackadaisy, that they're not doing what all they could do, you know, and so. Do you think uh, the government are trying to cover something up? Do you think that uh, there's, there's more to this story that hasn't come out yet that they... Uh, it's like, you know, there's, there's parts of this where I'm like, I'm wondering how much can I talk about it? Uh, not that I know anything, yeah. but... Is, is it just that... I know I can say it. Yeah, Hezbollah are in politics, man. They're in the government. I don't know all the bullshit that goes on because it's too much for me. And when yeah. I go over to Lebanon... Call it ignorance, man, but I just want to enjoy being with my family and be eat present food, and, and eat good food, enjoy the weather and enjoy the f- beautiful climate and country that is Lebanon. The culture. And I don't want to, yeah, and the people there are incredible. Everything about Lebanon is magical. And then you think about the politics and you think of the corruption and how people have used that country for the last almost 50, 60, I don't know, my granny, you know, my granny who's in her late 90s talks about Lebanon when she was a kid and a teenager and she says it was paradise. Really? She just said everyone was so friendly. She just said the country, like every country, goes through ups and downs, and people probably well, remember different that? periods. Pre World War Two, then, when she's a child, I guess. It would have been, yeah. I mean, like when my dad grew up in Lebanon, it wasn't like that. In the thirties and the twenties and thirties in Lebanon, she's talking yeah. about that sort of. She, yeah, she's, she's nearly a hundred, so she's talking the thirties, mm-hmm. maybe the early forties, but then yeah, the war's going on then, so. Then Lebanon went into loads of crazy shit, and like by the time my dad was a kid, Lebanon was, you know, explosions in Beirut. And but that was Beirut was famous for for. It was kind of like Beirut was huge for a while, and then it was Northern Ireland, wasn't it? Yeah. It kind of went from bombs in Beirut to bombs in Belfast. But that was the funny thing. I think I've told you this before. It's like you know, a lot of people. You know, I had teachers asking, you know, where you were in summer, and then, you know, get to me, and I'd say Lebanon. They'd be like, oh, my God, who took you to Lebanon? I was like, my parents, I'm Lebanese. And then they'd be like, oh, okay, is, is it all right there? It seems very dangerous. And you're, like, thinking back in your memories, and you're like, I feel safer there than I do most evenings <laughs> walking through Dublin. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's so funny. And then it's just like, oh, okay, people just have the news to go by. And then... Old news as well. And then you? old news, yeah, you know? Talking like, very like old walking news. Walking Belfast. Oh, you know, oh, my God, are you okay? It's like, it's, but that's no, it. It's been gone for years. It's been that, gone but that's years. completely it. Because then, you know, a few years later, you get older and you're in Lebanon and people are like, oh, you're English or American. You're like, no, Irish. And they're thinking and they're like, Irish? Oh, Northern Ireland. It's very dangerous there. <laughs> you know, and you're like, oh, okay. It's the same everywhere. People literally just have like this one dimensional like, view from the, yeah, yeah, from the, the street, TV box. Yeah, yeah, Belfast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, no, I'm grand. It's like, no, no, loads of bombs in Ireland. You're like, no, we're fine. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> yeah. at one point. We're okay now. Yeah, so. Um, well, but man, know. superheroes, I don't know what they would do in this situation. Yeah, what would have happened? They probably would have set off the bomb. If it was the boys, they would have set off the bomb. If it was Superman, he would have arrived and The boys away. would have set off the bomb. As in the, the soups. The soups, uh, not the, the boys. The boys are after the soups. No, they would have. They would have done something else. Yeah, and it's funny, yeah, like, just to take a step back for a second, mm. and we're, we're going a bit over, but yeah. Queen Maeve, yeah. she has an interesting kind of background story. She kind of seems like just like a throwaway character, but, you know, you do find out more about her as, as it goes on. Yeah. And you find out that she 
you know, you don't know if she's bisexual or not, but she she had a relationship, a quite strong yes, relationship yes, with a woman. Yes, yes. But then, you know, that would that wasn't what they wanted for marketing. Um, now that you can see it at the end of season one, they have like this this new team, this new department for marketing that's being run by this woman who's like really kind of like pushing the boat and being more edgy and yeah. you know she's getting a homelander back to this fake home where he's playing American football and he's talking about his life on the farm and it's like all American it's completely yeah. fabricated you know and then um, they're doing the same with Queen Maeve and, and then they see her talking to her ex and they film it so they're starting to kind of get with the times and realising oh if she's you know if she's a wood a girl that's very progressive we should capitalise on this and, and film that but before the whole thing was that she probably couldn't have that you know yeah. they had to like hide away the fact that she was with her and be like mm, you look better with Homelander you know that's that's very interesting i noticed that as well when they're doing that with like the mockumentary they were filming in the show and i wondered if the next season because they were kind of doing like they were making them look all vanilla and perfect maybe mm-hmm. the next season they're going to do like a reality show version <laughs> when they're going to be kind of like showing them a bit more gritty but it's still going to be manufactured they're just going to have them a bit more rounded than trying to sell them completely anyway I, who knows what the the new series is out and uh, very soon, uh, yeah, something of September, you. the beginning of September. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, if you haven't watched the show, now's the perfect time. Do it. You can do it before the new one comes out. You have a few weeks. Check it out, and then you'll have a new thing to binge. And I'm assuming it's on Amazon. So do they release Amazon. everything together, or do they do it like episodically? They release it week by week. It's a good question. I watched season one after it came out a while. So, so everything was up already. Everything was already up. But I don't know how they do with season two. I presume they just throw it all out. Um, but I don't I, know. I, I kind of like it now when shows dole it out. Give me one a week and I enjoy it more. I'm like yeah, it a baby. depends. I'm like a baby because I, I can space it out you myself. Just binge, but usually I won't space it out a week, an episode at a time, maybe a few days. And you want to wait a week. I, if you're really enjoying a show, yeah. it is nice to have the time to no, binge. Oh, I remember it more. For this, is, if I watch a bunch of episodes together, I can't remember what the fuck's going on. You've no know. time to digest. You're just I'm thinking about that yeah, episode yeah. for a whole week, and then yeah. I get to it, and then another week, and then I really know it. Well, they did that with Better Call Saul. Did they? I and think I did it's like a good that. Way. And maybe you don't even have to do a full week. Release the episodes every few days. That's usually how I watch it. Mm. Watch an episode two, maybe three days. Watch another one. And then maybe when I get near the end, I'll do two back-to-back for a finale. You could create an amazing show that you know people are going to watch and just have them glued to your TV for a week. Yeah. You could have people glued on Netflix for a week where you like feed it out every evening. Every evening, yeah. Evening, imagine seven episodes of a show and, it's like every, and then everyone's watching together on Netflix, on the finale, and Netflix becomes a new version of like live TV. I think they should They could it feed it out way. that way. And the whole week... People be talking about this new best, like yeah. you know, like top of the top show, very topical, top of the topical, mm. topical top. And I think they are gonna start doing that mm. in some shows because then they can schedule it. So like they'll get hour. people, like if the new show is gonna be streamed live nine o'clock Monday night, mm. everyone, and then they can schedule all their shows. So they have a show at night, mm. so all the. Better call Saul. People are going to tune in Thursday at ten o'clock. It's going to it's going to stream live, and then after streams live, you have access to it. But there's something to people. that. Yeah, there's, there's like something to that old school. Thing. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, you're on Twitter, and everyone's tweeting about it and watching it live on Netflix. Remember Game of Thrones when that was released? People have viewing parties, even in the mm. pubs. Mm-hmm. You could go. I remember there's a place in Galway called Seven, 
and they used to do viewing parties. Mm. You sit there and have a few points and you Waste watch, of a party. watch the new <laughs> Game of Thrones. Oh, the new Game of Thrones, not the finale. Um, oh, well, yeah. Well, I'm sure some people did that. Well, I had a little party. I was there. Hey, it was Nicole. fun, I think. I enjoyed it. It was good. Look, I didn't think it was a total waste <laughs> of my time. But anyway. Um, not like this podcast. Not like, yeah, yeah. What are you doing <laughs> with your life? Go just oh, okay. watch the show. You don't need to hear us talk about it. But yeah, no, it's really good. It's not exactly what you'd expect. And unlike a lot of new comic book stuff, it actually is fresh. I don't know how the companies made comic book styled things shit for a while. Yeah. And now it seems like resurgence. I think ever since Guardians of the Galaxy, there's almost been a bit of like better quality again. It's like, yeah, I think yeah. the pinnacle was The Dark Knight. Or or um, Batman Begins. I don't know. The, the Dark one. Knight is the second one with Heat Ledger. That would be kind that, well, of. Well, that was definitely. But even the Citizen Kane of superhero films. Oh, oh yeah. no, that's what they called Watchmen. Sorry, Watchmen was the Citizen Kane of. But I think the Dark I think, Knight. Well, is Batman better. Begins. Yeah, whatever. The camera's not even on. It's not I'm even on. Posing. The camera's <laughs> not even on. Um, but no, Batman Begins was almost. Is it Batman Begins? Is that the first one with Christopher? Yeah, Rose? the first one. With, yeah, Batman it Begins. More... The Dark Knight and the Dark Knight Rises, which is a really yeah. uncreative. Uh, name for the last Switch one. off the trilogy. I yeah. know they should have came else. up with something else. No, the uh, bat. <laughs> the bat anyway. is dead. I don't know. Yeah, the bat it, blows it, himself it, up with a bomb. All right, let's all wrap right. this up. Thanks for listening, guys. Okay, Thank we you. went a little bit over in this one, but whatever. We're, we're still greatly improving where we were. See ya. All right. Bye bye.